up, everybody, and welcome into Pace the Nation, broadcasting here from Studio 1A in downtown Arlington, Virginia, in the heart of Arlington County, the heart of the universe here in Clarendon. I'm your host, Chris Farley. We are back here for episode number 78, and a big show to get to today, guys. Let's introduce our co-host to my right, of course, it's Joanna E. Russo. Joanna, what's up? I have exciting news. Exciting news from off the top. Awesome. What What, what is it? Or are you going to make us guess? No, 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 because you're bad at guessing, so I'll just tell you. <laughs> I got a new license. I now have a wow. real ID. Look at that. And it has my right address on it for the first time in three years. <laughs> Fantastic. That is big news. Also, of course, our other co-hosts, it's William E. Docs. Docs, what's up? Who do you guys want me to address first? Go ahead and address the license uh, okay. issue that she's got over there. I like how her picture is like her high school yearbook picture. What? Yeah, is it? What does that mean? Yeah, you look very young in that picture. You do. Yeah. I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's not atypical for driver's licenses. Well, you you you're able to smile in your picture. I didn't think in Virginia they allowed us Joanna to smile. Joanna can't not smile. <laughs> so that's just physically the way she is, physically yeah. impossible. They took well, I asked them and my the woman who helped me with my license was I had a, a very enjoyable time with you her. You did. Yeah, people don't like the DMV. I feel like I made a friend, but she told me I could smile. Wow. That's great. I my license I am I, I think it looks more like a mugshot than a yearbook photo. Oh, yeah. me well, that's, too. That, yeah. yeah, that's perfect for when you get pulled over on your scooter. That's true. That is true. Saves them time. <laughs> Saves them some processing time. <laughs> like, can does. we just use this? <laughs> it it does De- definitely. But those days are over. I that is in the rear view. Uh, everything is good to go. From do that. scooters have rear view mirrors? <laughs> they do. They you you no, have they have side view side mirrors. view mirrors. Yeah, right. They don't have a big rear view mirror, but. Uh, Boy, I'm really kicking myself that we don't have the license to Pearl Jam's rearview mirror right now. Yeah. If we did, that would so be a sound effect in the background. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, well. Well, welcome into episode 78, a big show to get to today, guys. Are you just going to gloss over the fact that I also wanted to address something? Oh, that okay. You said? No, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Do you know that back in the good old days, Galileo was jailed for uh, saying that the sun was the center of our solar system? And and you're claiming that, that Clarendon center is the, the center of the universe, so I wonder how the Romans will feel about this. Well, let us know, Romans. Tweet us at Pace the Nation. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how you feel about me claiming the center of the universe is Clarendon, which I think is accurate. Well, you know what I think? Every time Farley says like how great Clarendon is in my head, I just hear, the crap part of Virginia. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, it's like the introduction of another podcast. Uh, okay. All right. It's something, another thing, another, another thing that just flew it's over my head. Okay. Men in blazers. Fine. Men in blazers, okay. brah. Um, okay. and just before I get all the hate mail about all the, the historical inaccuracies, I know it wasn't the Romans for crying out loud. We're not dumb. Who was it then? <laughs> it was the church. Oh, okay. All right. Another reference flying right over my head, but, uh, I'm going to plow on. We've got an agenda to get to and a big show to get mm-hmm. to here at episode number 78. Uh, we are finalizing our details for our trip to the New York City Marathon. You must be excited because you're yelling. I am. I'm super excited. <laughs> I want to thank ASICS many times over. Uh, we've got uh, more details that I'm excited to share with the audience. I don't know why the audience would care, but... I thought well, we they- just needed a train ticket. Well, got uh, the, is we there did, other things that go going that. on? Okay. No. Yeah, we have a car that's going to take us yeah. from the train station to our hotel. All right, Wait. That, yeah, that's, oh, spoiler. That, that, don't, don't spoil it. We'll talk about that. Okay. Uh, an incident happened uh, to me, and I, I need a little therapy session from you guys. Oh, boy, it's going to be a long show. Uh, <laughs> I want to talk about Joanna stopping a would-be thief this past week. Yes. Uh, this was uh, a crazy uh, story that you'll have to give us all the details on, Joanna. Mm-hmm. I can do that. I'm, I'm glad you're okay, but uh, all all's well that ends well, it sounds like, from that. We'll get into that. I like her anything for the podcast uh, way that she's, <laughs> do it, she's going through life. You I, know? I totally agree. Yeah. Uh, she's got some stuff going on at the house that uh, uh-huh. we got to get into as well. Two Joanna stories? Two Joanna stories. This is a big episode for all those <laughs> Joanna fans out there. And uh, I've got some questions on the election. Oh, boy. So 
and that and, that will lighten the mood at the end of the uh, <laughs> uh, all the drama yeah. that that Joanna's bringing to the table, and and kind of bury the lead. Um, the guess today mm-hmm. is us. We are the guests today. I, I figured I, every month to six weeks we should probably have a show with just us, so we can get out all this stuff. I feel like calling us the guests is like calling you the babysitter. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, so that's probably not a good good uh, description of, of of who the guest is today. The guest is no guests mm-hmm. today. We can talk about you know baby stories, Joanna travel updates, dog updates, Dox's fence, how that's going. You know, everything oh, that, that, reminds that, me. that people want to know on this show, we mm-hmm. can get to because we don't have a guest. We have time to get to all of that. Thank goodness. I'm yeah. so tired of talking about other people. What right. does it remind yeah. you of? Yeah. So the fence reminded me that, uh, you know, you would ask me if I needed anything when Docs needed yes. the fence. And I thought of what I need. I would like LASIK eye surgery. So okay. if there are any LASIK eye go. surgeons out there, yep. I am interested. We are interested in anything uh, donated to us, but particularly we're looking for a donated fence and LASIK eye surgery. Well, I'm yeah. out on the fence. Oh, you've already... You, okay, so let's yeah. get to the fence update. No, I'm out of it. I don't I don't want to build a fence anymore. No more. Okay. <laughs> I still no. want LASIK eye surgery. <laughs> okay. All right. So we don't need a fence. So le- uh, I mean, if there is a fence builder who is about to knock on the front door, <laughs> come on in. Right. But uh, no I'm, fence. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm going to. You're going a different direction. Request. Yeah, we're, yeah, we decided to go in a different direction. Okay. All right. So Doc's no longer needs a fence. Uh, I'm sure he can come up with a number of other things that he needs donated to him. Uh, speaking of things that were donated to us, we had a ton of stuff from Asics that we were given given uh, last week, and we were also given the free trip to New York. Yeah. The marathon. Mm-hmm. And when we get to the train station, we are going to be picked up by a car that A6 is sending. I think it's a big Suburban or, or, or something like that. But I'm wondering when we get out of the train station, if there's going to be a sign that says Farley, Docks, and Joanna. No, it better say Pace the Nation. Or it says Pace the Nation. Uh-huh. Or, I think it's going to say Russo Party. Or it might Russo say Party, Ru- yeah. Russo Party. Yeah. Uh, have you guys ever been picked up uh, with a sign at an airport i'm sure docs with your travels yes uh, you have joanna yeah. uh, i think there's probably been a uh no i don't i don't think that's been ever... a pacers thing that we've gone to that that said our name on it you don't we? invite Mm-mm. joanna to the pacer stuff remember <laughs> yeah. you always come true. back and then tell us that's about true. how great a that's time true. you had hanging out with uh, well rubbing elbows with <laughs> <laughs> luminaries yes well i'm excited because i always think it's awesome when you walk out, out of the train station and somebody has a sign or holding an iPad that says your name on it. And I I'm hate hoping it. that it says Pace the Nation. I, I hate when they do that because I don't like everybody else to know who I am. Uh, so what I do true. is I just discreetly walk by the guy. <laughs> and then as I walk by him, I'm like, that's me. Follow me 15 paces behind. <laughs> well, we we, uh, <laughs> we do have a car that's taking us to a, uh, amazing hotel. A really nice hotel. We were, we were, we were looking at the... Uh, Googling the hotel last week. All right, so we are staying at the Lot Hotel Palace, or it's Loti Hotel Palace. L O T T E. I it think Lottie. Lottie. Okay. Is that here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We are not getting in the front door. <laughs> it it <laughs> yeah. doesn't matter that a car is picking us up when we show up and we can't pronounce the name of the hotel, yeah. they're going to smell uh, our class from a mile away, yeah. and they're going to be like. Well, we're going to have to put you in somewhere else. Yeah. Here, hit the bricks. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I think we are locked and loaded for it. I think our name's on the reservation there. They can't so kick think, us out I now. Think, I think we're yeah. good to go. It's in Midtown Manhattan. Yeah, so, it's uh, right by Rockefeller Center. Yeah, so it's it's a really nice nice Ooh, hotel. Maybe we shouldn't be telling all of our listeners where we're staying. Well, we've told them to meet us after the race, so we probably will be around that area. So I hope A6 had the foresight to put uh, an, our reservation under an alias. Right, that's, Ooh, yeah. that's true. Well, like I, mine is probably under Sansa Stark. Yeah, and mine is probably under... Uh, the imp. But listen, <laughs> what I know what we could do. Let's just stay in each other's rooms. So like, okay. I'll stay in Joanna's room. Joanna yep. stays in Farley's room, and yep. Farley stays in my room. Okay. That way, uh, wow, we we'll trick fool, everybody. We'll fool them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I'm sure people will really be really care or really want to uh, <laughs> find us. 
for whatever reason. They we are celebrities to. that have a car picking us up at we the are. train station. That's true. Yeah, I'm yeah. more worried about the people at the train station knowing where we're going. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so my dad actually has stayed at this hotel before, mm-hmm. but back when it was called the Helmsley, he said that he used to go there for $100 breakfasts wow. with his clients. Wait, yeah. this is Leona Helmsley's hotel? I don't know who that is. Neither do I. What? Wow. Oh my gosh. She sounds famous. Well, she, she was She sounds she, fancy. She yeah. was uh she was a very rich woman who was uh I think she filed for bankruptcy and also was was put in jail for tax evasion. <laughs> okay. Very oh. famous. All right. Maybe like that's she, she was I think the first uh rich person I remember going to a white collar prison. All right. Maybe mm-hmm. that's the reason why they changed the name of the hotel. Because she wanna... went bankrupt and had to sell it? Yeah. Yeah, or well, they didn't want their name associated with it. Well, Sports Authority Field in Denver is still called Sports Authority Field, even though Sports Authority is bankrupt. Wait, is the Sports Authority still a store? No. Or is, there's no more stores anymore? They're out. Yeah, but that's they sign like these 25-year deals for sponsorship. Yeah, and, true. And so they, they like pay up front, and then they get it for a certain number of years. But what they should do is they should sell that at a discount. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there's no Sports Authority... Uh, maybe we should turn that into Pace the Nation Field. We should. I mean, if we can buy it like pennies on the dollar, yeah. that, that might Literally be a good investment. Pennies on yeah. The dollar. Yeah. Well, Leona Hemsley didn't. Uh, Leona? Leoma. Leona. Leon yeah. Hemsley. Yeah. I don't know who it is. All right. Uh, they obviously did not sign a long term deal because it's the Lot Loti Latte Hotel. <laughs> it is the Latte. Yeah. yeah. So we're really excited to be there. So thank you to ASICS. Uh, Joanna, the forecast looks awesome. Yes. The 10-day is just out. 43 degrees low, 55 degrees high. That's the number you <laughs> said. Is that right? That's but, crazy. Yeah, that is my optimal temperature is okay. 43 degrees. They dialed it up for you. So wow. Just more pressure for you for this. I mean, <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> we are already putting it out there that you're trying to qualify for Boston. So Probably you're an asshole. Yeah, because I'll put it out there. It's probably not going to happen. Oh, it's, it's amazing that somebody who's as superstitious about sports as you <laughs> uh, behaves this way towards Joanna's running. I think like like all of the superstition that you do where you right. don't actually influence your team right. and then now in a situation when you when your direct actions do influence a sports performance you just throw all that superstition out the window. Sometimes I think if you just say it enough you can kind of will it to happen. So that's I, what I, that's what I I'm do believe with. that because some of the stuff you say to me I'm like <laughs> what is he thinking? <laughs> yeah, so I that's that's the tact I'm taking with you. I'm I'm definitely rooting for you. I think you can do it. Beautiful day in New York next Sunday. Uh so it should be a good time. Looking forward to heading out there. We will be there from Friday to Monday. We'll be bringing the podcast equipment. Uh and thanks again to uh Asics for all their support and sponsorship of getting us out there. It's going to be a great trip. I'm excited. Is there like an agenda as well? Do yeah. We have so any Friday night we have a uh, Friday night we have a dinner, mm-hmm. uh, and I think Saturday they're trying to find some sort of hockey game or basketball game. Ooh, for us to go I would to. love a hockey game. Me too. Uh, me too. Hint, hint. Yeah. So uh, they're they're going to keep us fairly busy, but uh, they did say anytime you need to duck out or not do something because of your race. You know, then <sighs> you know you can you can you can certainly do that. So that no pressure to do uh, any of the events. Uh, and I think we're going to be meet, meeting some of their uh, athletes that are that are there. I think they've got. I hope we're interviewing some of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I right. hope we meet them. They've got. Uh, They're like you're going to have to put their mic in another room and run the cable through the door. <laughs> they've got. They do not want to meet you, G- Gwen. Uh, how do you say your name, Jorgis- Stefani? Jorgensen? No, not Gwen Stefani. Mm. Uh, Gwen Jorgensen, who is the gold medalist in the Olympics in the triathlon, is going to be running her first marathon, and I think she's going to do pretty well, uh, not just for a triathlete, but for for everybody out there. She'll be a, a top for a gold medalist, top top <laughs> top uh, female finisher. So yeah, exciting weekend that we're going to have next weekend. Uh, but before that, guys, the uh, Marine Corps Marathon is happening. Uh, this week, or it has happened yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday, uh, congratulations to all the finishers, mm-hmm. especially the winners and the winners. Especially wow! The winners. And yeah. I and I and I wanted cool. to I wanted to put Joanna on the spot again mm-hmm. uh-huh. 
So, Docs, I don't know if you know this. Joanna is the liaison for the GRC Pacers racing team for Pacers. Yeah, because we talked about it on the show, and I actually listened to the show. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to put her on the spot, and we're going to ask for some Marine Corps Marathon predictions on the men's side. Ooh, let's do a trifecta. Okay. Joanna, you know what a trifecta is? Absolutely not. <laughs> it's a horse racing gambling term. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because Farley's a degenerate gambler and Love wants to this. gamble more this year... Uh, if you get the top three picks correct in order, Farley will give you $1,000. Okay, deal. Sounds good. $1,000 in gift cards. <laughs> of, <laughs> to Pacers. <laughs> well, maybe some to Pacers, maybe some to other places, but we'll, we'll piece it together somehow. <laughs> it's going to be very difficult to do, though. So yeah. I, I, I think my $1,000 may be. I think uh, it's, it's it's pretty safe. It's hard to hit the, 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 the trifecta. So it, wait, is it, this it, the trifecta of the top three in the race or the top yes. three GRC people? Top three. The race. The, the race. race. Come on. The race. Okay. I'd be like, let's let's do. Okay, Joanna, at New York, you could do a trifecta between the Pace the Nation hosts. <laughs> if you get all three of us in order. <laughs> she, I, like, she, I like that one. <laughs> actually, she would get it wrong because she still thinks she could beat me. Yeah. Ooh. I like that. No chance she could beat me. I like this. Uh, I like how this competition's <laughs> shaking out. Sorry, 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 sorry. Right. sorry. Yeah. I, I totally took us off the rails here. Right. Um, so the trifecta. Give yes. us your predictions, Joanna. Mm. You're the expert uh, around the table here. I don't know that we want to use that term. <laughs> it's it's relative. It's a relative Absolutely. term. Absolutely. Yeah. We're not talking about amongst everybody who's who's listening to the podcast. We're just talking about the people sitting at this uh, recording <laughs> studio at this moment. And the great thing is the event has already happened. Yes. So people can go Instantly ahead. check her. Yeah. So I'll either right look now. totally yeah. terrible or really great. Yeah, yes. Well, you know what? Uh, yeah, maybe you want to edit this segment uh, Sunday night. Yeah, can I do a couple takes? <laughs> All right. No, um, trifecta, thousand dollars on the line. All right. So you know the 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 guys have been looking really good this season. I see a lot of them at their workouts and in Rock Creek. Um, I'm clearly like not running with them. I'm just I see yeah. them go by really fast. Uh, so I think if I had to choose somebody, I would choose Blake. Okay. Uh, Tanif. I think that's how you say his name. Just because I think he's been looking really good, like the whole training cycle. Um, I also think that Graham will do really well. Uh, he, okay. He has been a little injured, but I still think he's going to do really well. Um, and then uh, Sean Barrett, because he is being deployed. Like he's two being days. deployed. Yeah. Is that your one, two, three? In that order? Uh, no, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Blake, Sean, Graham. Okay, Blake, Sean, Graham. Okay, so tell us about Sean, who's being deployed. Yeah, he's going to Iraq like two days after the race. Wow. Yeah. What what branch is he in? The Marine Corps. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. So he's got some extra is motivation. He, is here. he running in a Marine Corps singlet? Yes. That's awesome. I I love it when. Uh, I, then I would pick him to win because <laughs> because I think that uh, I I just love it at the finish line. The, the Marines that are lining the course, they're always very supportive for everybody. Mm-hmm. Right. But it gets really dusty on the trail <laughs> when when the military people uh, come running through as well. Yeah. Um, and it, there's you just see there's so much pride in them. That it's it's awesome. It's just it's just one of the uh, the, the the greatest things. And I think that that's going to be enough to propel him to 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 win to the win. entire thing, to win the whole joint. Um, even though I don't know who we're talking about. Uh, so that's going to be my pick. Yeah. I love how it gets dusty. What does that mean? <laughs> it gets dusty. Well, you get a lot of dust in your yeah, eyes. So uh, then they like, you know, yeah. they tear up a little yeah. bit. Uh, okay. It's not because it's emotional, no, Farley. It's, it's because, because it's, dusty. it's because of the conditions. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 I, I hear you. Either, it, either somebody's running on a dirt trail right. nearby or driving a truck on a dirt trail nearby <laughs> could yeah. be. I don't know yeah, where, where really that trail is. Really close to the Iwo Jima. Yeah. I'm yeah. Ten there. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, it was uh, Blake, Sean, and Graham are her top three uh, picks. That trifecta will yield her one thousand dollars. So That'd go ahead. And Come on, guys. Google it. In, Google it right now. In yeah. in uh, gift cards. Yes. <laughs> Some sort of combination of gift cards. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. I also want to help s- you like Subway. <laughs> Um, I also think that we should say uh, Trip is, yes. is running and Andrew Whitaker. I think both of them will do really well. Three. And Trip Sutherland better be in the top 10. 
Okay. And then Trip Sutherland better be in the top 10. I like that. Yeah. There's no money on the line for that. It's just the trifecta. For some, well, it's friendship on the line because friendship's over if he's not in the top 10. Wow. A lot of pressure. For someone who jinxed her race. I know. I, just mentioned I know. We're not even allowed to talk about Well, he doesn't race. listen to the podcast, right. so it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Jerk. We'll, well, we'll do. I, him and Andrew better be in the top 10. That's all I can Both. say. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of And pacers. Jerry Greenlaw. They okay. better all be in the top 10. That's Joanna has 15 people that <laughs> she insists be in the top 10. That's a lot of Pacers GRC guys in the top 10. It's just going to be all Pacers all right. GRC. All right. I love it. Okay. No pressure, guys. How about on the women's side? Oh, I have no no picks. Do you have any? Then GRC it will be $10,000 if you get <laughs> yeah. this right. It's going to be a little warmer than the 55 degrees high that it will be in New York, unfortunately, for these guys. So hopefully the weather changes, but I think it was up to like high 60s. Yeah, it's supposed to be hot this weekend, which yeah. is uh, too bad. So hopefully uh, that doesn't affect the racers. I know a lot of our listeners who aren't contending for that top spot are, are, are running. So uh, Just make sure you drink lots of water. Yep. Um, I don't know why I'm saying this. It happened already. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully so anybody, whoever is spying on us yeah. uh, in studio, drink lots of water. Yeah, so hope, hopefully your races races went well. Uh, but congratulations to all the finishers. We do have a lot of listeners who are participating or have participated in the race. Hopefully you guys uh, did well. I'm sure you did. Heather Jeff, listener, mm-hmm. guest. Uh, hopefully she did well out there. C.T. McGee, uh, he, he's out there running. And a ton of other uh, listeners yeah. slash former guests. I said earlier I wish we had uh, the the rights to a Pearl Jam song. In this one, I wish we had the rights to Kenny Loggins' Danger Zone. Because anytime <laughs> you start listing off people's names, yeah. it's we're, we're heading into the danger zone That's true. of uh, you forgetting to mention somebody. All right. And well, then calling me at 3 in the morning when you're feeding James and saying, Hey, hey can you I, add this back to, in? Yeah. Can you put this person's name in? Yeah. I've probably done that just three or four times. Mm-hmm. No big deal. It was weird when you would do that before James's point. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> true. Uh, so I will stop making lists, but I do want to go to continue down the agenda here. Uh, Joanna, uh, I, I was looking forward to this story all week. All right, so a tweet comes from Joanna six days ago. She's a real frequent tweeter these days, so follow her at JoTorriusDC. It says, quote, and this is in quotes here. So she's quoting somebody. You're not quoting her. Correct. You're, you're quoting her quoting somebody. Correct. So what's the correct punctuation for that when you're quoting somebody quoting somebody? Yeah, double quotes? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> so the uh, phrase that is in quotations is, man, they really like running. And that was from a man who was on uh, the patio of Nando's, which is a uh, restaurant right next to uh, Pacers Navy Yard, Pacers Running Navy Yard. Mm-hmm. As she ran down the street and... Uh, chasing uh, was chasing a shoplifter. Uh, let's hand, let's hand this over to yeah, Joanna. Explain, please. Before Farley tells the whole story. Right. Yeah, um, with some inaccuracies in it. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so uh, it was Friday morning. Uh, I was, well, Friday afternoon. It was like noontime. And I was by myself in the store and this woman came in and, uh, you know, I asked her if she needed help or whatever. And she's wearing a, a bright yellow Marine Corps shirt for this year. And then she has on these tights that we also sell in the store. So, I, you know, she looks like a runner. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's wearing a pair of Transcends as well. And uh, she, she doesn't need help. She says that she's just like looking. You know, I ask her if she's, uh, you know, whatever. So she she's just like looking around. And I'm moving some boxes around the register. And when I look up, I, I kind of see out of the corner of my eye that she's taken the Marine Corps jacket like off of the rack and put it over her arm. And then in the next movement, she's just out the door. Mm. And so it takes me a second to process that this just really happened and there's an empty hanger on the rack and she just walked out the front door with this jacket. Because your antennas were not up about this person potentially stealing. No. You didn't think it was. You thought it was a regular customer. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So then I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. And I was like, well, I'm here by myself. I can't leave the store unattended. But then I was like, no, no, you you don't get to take a Marine Corps Marathon jacket. So I take out running out of the store after her and she's like already all the way down the block. Um, and I get up to her and I'm like, uh, excuse me, did you forget to pay for the jacket? Nice. And she says, it's already been paid for. 
And so, no. I, so I was like, by whom? And she says, well, they've already paid for it. And I go, okay, well, who's they? And then I just stare at her and she just stares at me. So then I say, um, okay, well, uh, how about we walk back to the store and we put the jacket back on the hanger where it belongs nice. until you can show me a receipt. And so she, she just says, okay, and then just follows me back into the store. But then she won't, like, give me back the jacket, so I have to, like, take it from wow, her. Wow, this is awkward. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so then, like, then I didn't really know what to do, right? Like, in my head, I thought that she was somebody who had purchased everything that she was wearing and then um just like she really wanted a marine corps jacket maybe couldn't afford it and just had this like momentarily well you know i really want i'm gonna take it um so then you know i take it back and i put on the hanger and then i'm like okay is there anything i can help you out with and then she goes no but then she doesn't leave the store and then and then she just starts bawling she's like hysterically crying in the middle of the store yeah this oh. is the craziest shoplifting story I've ever heard. Right. So you're you're telling me she came back in the store after she stole something. No. no, no. Well, well this Joanna dragged her back. Dra- yeah, dragged, dragged her back, her back in. Yeah. But I I think that that shows poor judgment on Joanna's part. Like if somebody is a kleptomaniac, uh, why would you bring them back into the scene? Well, of the time? I wanted to. I wanted the jacket back, and mm-hmm. I, you know, I wanted to give her the benefit of the doubt that maybe maybe you know, there could have been a language barrier. Like maybe there was some confusion over Mm -hmm. that she had paid for it over the phone. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I, I didn't know the full story and I didn't want to seem right. I think she's giving my question too much time here. (laughs) Did, did you ever feel threatened throughout that whole? No, no. Wow. But so when she starts crying, I said to her, I was like, okay, I'm not going to call the cops, but you can't cry in here. (laughs) And then she finally left. But then I'm telling this story to Jen, who also works in Navy Yard. Right. And so I had just done an inventory scan on Wednesday night. So I felt confident that everything she was wearing, she hadn't taken because this was Friday uh-huh. morning. But Jen works on Thursdays. And when I'm telling the story to Jen, Jen's like, oh, my God, what did she look like? And then Jen, I start describing her and Jen finishes the description. Uh-huh. And then we look in the inventory and everything she was wearing, she'd taken. Stolen. Yeah. Oh, my god. So gosh. what makes me most angry about all of this, though, is that now I don't think she's even running marine corps i think she had that shirt on and i think she stole the jacket and she's not even yeah. gonna do the race yeah wow. that's what makes me angry yeah i well, think it's a good call do you know what you should do look for her at see if she's gonna be at the finish line uh shoplifting a, a finisher's medal <laughs> right she probably i will bet you be. we can find her yeah and some bananas and bagels and, and bananas too. and bagels and, yeah. and and you could probably throw her in military prison for that yeah, you send her down to Fort Knox. <laughs> she's she's lucky that you didn't call the cops. Oh, if I ever see her again, I will because I gave her the benefit of the doubt that she had purchased uh-huh. everything that she was wearing and that this was a momentarily yeah. like, lapse of lapse. judgment. Yeah. So my favorite part of the story, which Joanna omitted, mm-hmm. yeah. is that she went to the Under Armour section before she chased this person down and put on one of the superhero <laughs> shirts. Oh, she did. Yes, that is that was and, a good idea. And then you know, like like Superman, his his weakness is kryptonite. Yes. Uh, Joanna's weakness is tears. (laughs) 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 True. I don't like tears. Well, you obviously were intimidating because you made her cry. So maybe you did have some sort of... uh, I think she was crying because she got caught. Yes. Yeah. But I think the best part of the story is that guy on the patio. Because there was a lot of people. It was a nice day. There's a lot of people out on the patio. And when I start running out the door, he really was just like, man, they really like running over there. (laughs) Wow. Um, That is... uh, a very heroic effort by you, but not recommended. I don't think that's the way we draw it up, kind of in the employee handbook. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not supposed to do chase. as I say, not as I do. <laughs> we're not supposed <laughs> to chase Joanna's <laughs> m- management style. Chase uh, shoplifters out of the store, but I do appreciate you getting that hundred dollar jacket back. And this is not the first time that I've had to chase down a I shoplifter. Know. Yeah, you're you are. Well, see, that's I think that's Farley's point. You didn't have to; you <laughs> chose to. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm worried her parents listen to the show, and it sounds like uh, a very high risk job that she's uh, <laughs> in here in D.C. But uh, it's usually it's usually you know selling stuff and talking to customers, and you know, not everyone's a terrible yeah, person without no, it's, morals. It's it's it's, mm. mo- it's mostly that. So, 
Do you think she's in a club where she has to keep escalating the the the, the danger? Because it's insane that she right. walks in wearing stuff that she shoplifted from that store. Yeah. Oh, I would, definitely. I would think that that uh, so for all of you want to be shoplifters out yep. there, once you get away with the crime, only wear those clothes to like Macy's or something right. like that. And then the clothes that you steal from Macy's wear to Pacers. Right. Don't go back to the yeah. scene of the crime. Yeah. With the stuff you stole. You know, actually, I, I honestly think that uh, the reason why uh, most criminals get caught is because they're bad criminals. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. And well, she sounds like a bad criminal who got caught. Yeah. They paid for it. What does that mean? I mean, that's a... T- she had no, no good <laughs> yeah. response. That yeah. is a bad criminal. Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're a good criminal, you're ready for that question. Yes. Yeah. Or, you don't, get, or you don't even get caught or you to don't do get that caught. question. Yeah. yeah. But they paid for it? Who's they? they? I think she was surprised that I chased after her. I think she thought when she got out the door that she was, that she was in the clear. Yeah. Wow. Well, I may look unassuming, Yeah. but I do not stand no. for breaking the rules. Listen, that that is a uh, public service announcement to all you wannabe shoplifters. Not on Joanna's Watch in Navy Yard. Or 14th Street. Or 14th Street. Either way, good point. All right, I'm glad you mentioned um, a story uh, that had to do with morals <laughs> and honesty. Uh, here's, I, here's Farley working on his I've, transitions. I've, I've got a dilemma that I uh, uh-huh. need. need that, uh, that deals a little, with morals and honesty? Well, yes, all of his, it, it kind of does. All of his things do. Remember uh, the whole asterisk story? <laughs> <laughs> well... Again, if I break three hours next week, I think we put that to bed. Uh, <laughs> nope. Uh, so I had an, an incident that uh, happened to me last week that I, I need a little therapy session from uh, you guys. All right. Um, so I'm glad we didn't have a guest today because I really didn't have a forum to talk about it. Uh-huh. And, and, I, and nothing like a public forum to yeah, air your dirty laundry. To air this. Uh you know, let, let me let me let me say this. Mm-hmm. So uh, a good friend of Doc's and I once said to me. When I, this was probably 15 years ago, mm-hmm. I was at when some, I was in third grade. some sort of restaurant, you know, some sort of like Subway. You mentioned Subway earlier. Mm-hmm. I got a cup of water and I went over and I got lemonade. Uh, ah, I know this story. Yeah. And, and one of our buddies said to me, what are you doing? Like, are you going to do that in front of your kids? Mm-hmm. What kind of example is that? Yeah. If you get a cup of water, get a cup of water. And I said, you know what? It was a momentary lapse in judgment. I should not have stolen the lemonade mm-hmm. from Subway. I asked for a courtesy cup. I asked for a courtesy cup, and I should have just taken water. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So after 15 years, you're coming clean. Like, is this what this <laughs> no, dilemma is? No, no, it's not. Has this been weighing on you the yeah. whole time? No, 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 oh my no. Gosh. But I just I set that up for some context for the story. Uh huh. So that's always kind of you know you you have these moments that that that'll like stay with you. A single uh, moment lives forever throughout your life, and so I appreciate I, um, I appreciate our buddy who who said that to me, and I've never gotten a courtesy cup with anything other than water since. Yeah, so I feel like I'm a a person of high integrity and honesty, and I think that you know that's kind of what we got. I think is what everybody here. thinks about themselves. Yeah, I pro- pro- <laughs> pro- probably, probably, but you know. Work with me here, Docs, uh, <laughs> on this. Uh, uh, so, uh, last week, I uh, was borrowing my mom's car. My mom's car is about 10 years old, and I think eventually I'm going to have to get a car because it's been very difficult to have. Again, minutia side, side yeah. note here. But I've been borrowing my mom's car that's 10 years old and has a lot of dents and scratches and stuff on the bumper that, uh, you know... Tell would, your mom. Would, would you know... <laughs> I know that, where this is going. You know, that that would happen for somebody who lives in a sort of an urban area and you're, you're okay. parallel parking, et cetera, okay. et cetera. All right. So two weeks ago, or two, yeah, about two weeks ago on Thursday morning, I wake up and I go outside and there's a note on my mom's car, which is in my driveway that said, you hit my car. I have the evidence and I need you to give me a call at the number and... Uh, her, you know, she says, thank you, Mary. And I'm like, I, I hit her car. Like, I, I don't remember hitting anybody's car. Mm-hmm. Well, and how if do I, they have evidence? And if I did, and that was my question too. And if I did, 
I certainly would have left a note on it and said, uh, you know, because um, I learned my lesson through the courtesy cup. Uh, <laughs> you know, I certainly would have left a did note leave, on the Did you leave car. a note at Subway for, <laughs> for the Subway artist? <laughs> I, I did. The sandwich artist? The, if, if, leave if, a I, note? if I could go back, yeah. I would. You just leave a note and say, I, I shouldn't have yeah. done this. But yet. I think it was in St. Louis, so I think it would be hard to find that place. Ah. Um, so if I had hit somebody's car, of course I would have left a note and said, hey, sorry, I, I bumped into your car, Scratched your car, scraped your car, whatever. All right. You know what? You're driving me crazy. Fast forward. Okay. I got to know what okay. happens. All right. So I call the wo- the woman and I say, hey, I immediately call her. She doesn't answer the phone. Uh-huh. Her her voicemail's full. I call her again. She's got a lot of messages. A lot of people <laughs> on the street call her. <laughs> Potentially. She's looking for some mark. So uh, then I text her and I said, hey, my name is Chris. You left a note on my car. Please get back to me. Your voicemail is full. I called her three times. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I feel like I'm trying because I want to know what, what she's talking about. And if I did something, I want to own up to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she calls me back and says, hey, uh, I park in front of your house uh, and you hit my car and I have the evidence, you know, basically what it said on the note. Mm-hmm. I said, OK, I'll meet you tomorrow, tomorrow night. Come knock on my door. Uh, I'll be there at six o'clock on Friday. And you know, we can, we can address this issue. And so she, she knocks on the, on the door, you know, Julie is, is there with the kid, kids about, you know, crying and the dogs barking, all that stuff. But, <laughs> but I go outside and I want to address the issue. Mm-hmm. So I meet this young, just out of college, mm-hmm. um, nice young woman. Uh, she, she, she and I shake hands and, uh, she shows me her car and she says, there's a scrape there and it's a, you know, it's a, it's a, there's a scrape, but you could probably buff it out for a couple three hundred dollars, mm-hmm. a couple few hundred dollars, something like that. Uh, there's a scrape there. And I said, I, I see the scrape and I, I see what you're talking about, but I didn't hit your car. She says, well, there's some scrapes on your car. I said, I, I understand, but I'm telling you, I didn't hit my car, hit your car. My wife didn't hit your car. Nobody who has driven this car hit your car. Mm-hmm. And she is not backing down. So her evidence is just that there's scrapes on... And she parked in front of my house and parked right in front of my house. So she is not backing down. Mm-hmm. And this is a, you know, 22, 23-year-old, nice young Entitled woman. Entitled woman. Well, she seems like, you know, and that's what Julie said too. She seems like a nice young woman uh-huh. who also went to Virginia. So uh-huh. I'm talking to her about Charlottesville and... Um, and you tell her about the honor code and it, it, I did not tell her about the honor code. That's yeah. a good, that, that would have been a good point. Yeah. But I tell her, you know, I'm a local business guy. I'm, I'm, uh-huh. I, well, I, now, I, now you tell her that and she just sees dollar signs. Yeah, no, I no I, I, but I, I my, my, I'm trying to, to gain some credibility with her because I'm like, listen, I'm telling you, I didn't hit your car. Yeah. You know, I think what, what we have in life is, is, and I'm, and I'm philosophizing uh, oh what we gosh. have in life is credibility Socrates and, over here. <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and, and we need, you know, if, if you have something, it's integrity and you know, I didn't hit your car. I would tell you if I hit your car. Uh-huh. So how does this inter- how so, does the exchange end? So, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, all right. So the conversation goes on for 15 minutes. Julie's in the house. Baby's crying. She's a, she was trying to go for a run. She's like, "What are you guys talking about?" I moved my car to to try to show her that the angle wouldn't work and all these things. Uh-huh, you guys and, are like reenacting reenacting the, case, the yeah. scene. The I mean, it's re- doesn't fit. It, exactly. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And then she says, I, "I says, listen, I'm getting a little irritated here. I didn't hit your car. I don't know what I want. I don't know what you want me to tell you." And she says, "Well, I guess I'm just going to have to file um, a hit and run." And uh, you're you're going to be the obvious one who did the hit and run. I said, "Are you insinuating that you're going to go to the cops, and I'm going to be on the hook for a hit and run?" And then I'm getting really irritated. I said, "Listen, I'm not sure you understand how this works, but it's going to be my word against yours. You don't have any evidence, and I'm telling you, I didn't hit the hit your car. And then maybe I might have said because I felt." very irritated uh-huh. my reputation in this community is sterling wow. Wow. i have a podcast no, I, didn't, I didn't say that i didn't say you should that. have tried to get her to listen to the podcast <laughs> to be honest and then she starts crying Ugh. so she starts crying and i and i'm like oh my gosh i said i'm sorry i didn't mean to go off like that that was inappropriate 
I'm sorry. I feel bad, but I don't think we have much more to talk about here. I didn't hit your car. And if you want your parents to call me, have them give me a call. I'd be happy to talk to them. Um, but the bottom line is I didn't hit your car. And she's kind of standing there waiting for something. And I just said, I got to go. The, the, my kid's crying. My wife's got to go for a run. I, you know, I, I've just got stuff to do. And we're, it's 20, 25 minutes that I've been out there talking to her. So I go in the house and I feel awful. I just mm-hmm. feel really bad mm-hmm. because I feel like this, 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 and this is where the, the, this is, I appreciate you guys letting me tell this long drawn out story because I know, with a lot of details, uh, yeah, with a lot of details, I, I just I don't need to know what kind of watch she was wearing. <laughs> I mean, I just feel like, you know, she had decided to take a stand on this thing. Yeah. She was, you know, she's, she, she was a, a, a like a sweet 22 year old girl who, or woman, I'm sorry, woman who. You know, I, I, I don't know. She just decided for whatever reason she was going to stand up and she right. was going to make th- th- this was going to be her grown up moment for b- lack of a better term. Mm, OK, maybe you, you may be you may be I'm using some poetry. Some. A yeah, little bit for here, sure. But yeah, uh, yeah, I, I do understand what you're saying. Like it's it's definitely a defeat for her because yeah. in her mind she was going to make this happen. And, and uh yeah. And she was, you know, you she lives on her, her own. And, and I, I, I mean, I, I, maybe I did at the end. Uh, I feel like using, start- using words like sterling. <laughs> I know. I, I don't know if I said sterling reputation. I don't uh-huh. know if it's word for word, uh-huh. but you know, generally, and I, I, I backed down from that. I was just irritated and I shouldn't have said that. Uh, and I apologize for that. Um, but I didn't know what else to do. I was so frustrated by this interaction that I, I just had to like, finally say listen come after me all right <laughs> please joanna what are, what are your thoughts on the story uh have you had you ever had any interaction with her before never does, never, so does never she, seen her does she, is she one of your neighbors then? apparently she parks she may rent a house rent a house i think she she was saying she rented a house somewhere in the area yes okay i mean but is it in the immediate vicinity of your house like why is she park, why is she parking in front she of parks your house? there frequently there's not a lot of parking in clarendon so she parks wherever she can and Apparently she parks in front of my house, you know, regularly. Okay. Well, um, and my follow-up questions about the the scratch. I yeah. mean, what like was this uh, detrimental to the driving of the no. car? I mean, was it like like how bad was it? It was a scratch that you know it it, it you could definitely tell, but it was. And what kind of car? A Lexus three thirty. Oh. Uh it was it was a. But it was just on the surface. It yeah. wasn't anything. It's a that surface would, scratch. Yeah. Here, she drives a Lexus. Yeah. Here, here's how I feel about it. If you, if you have a car and you live in a city, and you don't want your car to get scratched or hit or your side view mirrors to be knocked, then you need to find a garage. Exactly. If you park in the street, this is what happens. I, End I, of story. I, and unless you have a video camera of somebody hitting your car and you have a license plate and a picture, you have no right to accuse anybody of hitting your car. That's how I feel about it. I wish you were there. That would have saved me about 20 minutes. <laughs> that was a great way to, to sum it up really quickly. Because you're right. She made the leap because she sees the scratch. But how, how does she know that she didn't see the scratch for three days? I, she doesn't. I mean, there, there's no real hard evidence on that. Actually, the hard evidence you just analyze the paint chips. <laughs> so, like when you scratch when you when you hit somebody else and you scratch their car, you leave paint on their car, and then you can take a sample from both cars and and prove right. definitively if that's the right car. Yeah. So, and I would have I would have if I was there, I would have said, okay, let's do this experiment. Let's let's check let's check the paint. I, I couldn't see any. I mean, there there wasn't enough evidence there on her car, or there wasn't enough. There weren't paint chips on her car. It was just a little scratch. So CSI says that <laughs> that you didn't do it either. All right, that's. <laughs> I, I I guess you guys both uh, back me up, but the the, the, the bottom line. I, I mean, when I went in, I felt awful. I felt so bad. I think confrontations make us feel awful, mm-hmm. um, but I don't think that you need to. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that was the answer I was looking for. Thank you for the therapy <laughs> session. Um, we just lost a listener, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> he used to listen to the show. And I did not yell that I have a podcast. I didn't yell that. <laughs> <laughs> it's but I wish you do. Like, 
remember last week we challenged our listeners to just throw <laughs> in the podcast right. yeah. Yeah. like why that was a perfect opportunity right. for you to do that <laughs> I, should <have. laughs> I should have all right you are listening to pace the nation of course you could tweet the show at pace the nation this podcast is sponsored by pacers running pacers running with five area dc locations pacers running is for every run we also have a location in princeton new jersey seven palmer square uh, Joanna, we uh, mentioned in the agenda that there was a, another, a second story you had. Oh, yes. Yes. And uh, is this running related? No, Something not Something about all. your house. Well, it involves movement, but not <laughs> okay. running. All right. What's Physical the, activity. Yeah. What's what's going on? So uh, I lived at the same house for over three years now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Um, and I rent. And we, mm-hmm. we've never had any issues before. But starting in April, we started to have uh, a mouse issue. Mm-hmm. where it would exclusively eat my food. And I think we talked about this mm-hmm. on the podcast, yes. that it would only yeah. eat my food. Mm-hmm. And so uh, my landlord had a, a guy come and like put some stuff in all these holes that were in like the kitchen on the outside of the house. And then since then, we haven't had any issues with is it. it a question. Yeah. Is it ever really just a mouse issue or is it multiple? Multiple. Mice. It's got to be multiple. Because mice mice travel at least in pairs. So okay. if, if you catch one mouse, you're pretty sure to get the second okay. one, okay. like within 24 yeah. hours. And well, when we never... I never saw a mouse and nobody else did either, but we just had, and we never saw droppings. We just right. had the food eaten. Okay. So, um, and Toki would go crazy. So we yep. knew that. And I found Toki the, being a dog. Toki's yes. a dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Toki is Luigi's roommate. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. and I found, and I did find the nest in April as well, which was under our sink. Wow. Um, that was gross. So, and I took great pleasure in destroying it. Mm. So fast forward. What to, does a mouse nest look like? Ugh, it's disgusting. So I, I used to actually have a mouse that lived in my car in high school, uh-huh. which is so gross. Wow. Yeah. Um, and it had made a, a nest out of the, the tampons that I kept in my trunk. Okay. What, what does it eat uh, if it lives in? Well, so I had like an old Volvo and I think it could climb up through the wheel well into the trunk. So I'm sure it would just go out at night and, okay. and eat things and then come back up because it, wa- it was wow. warm there. Okay. Yeah. So they just like, they like, um, they like, you know, tear things apart and then like put everything together so now for the know. listeners out there joanne is currently uh doing a mouse yeah, sort of dance yeah, with, yeah. Her, with her fingers it was really well done yeah um, it's so too bad we good, don't do a video cast good good mouse <laughs> impression there all yeah. right so yeah. go ahead so fast forward to uh thursday thursday uh morning was that morning that i texted you guys Yes. Yeah. That um, we had we had four dead mice in our living room, mm-hmm. and we have a Roomba. So I had assumed that the Roomba had found the mouse. What's a Roomba? A Roomba is like a, a vacuum that's like okay. a little circle thing. It's a it's a robot vacuum uh, for lazy people. Okay. All right. I need one of those. Well, okay. we have two dogs, so okay. we, You know, there's a lot of hair around. So yeah, I got a dog. Yeah. yeah. Short hair pointers definitely have hair that I, I don't understand. But how it's they short. Go. Short, but. Yeah. You would think there's no hair, but there's definitely hair. But go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, that's an aside. Yeah, short <laughs> total hair. side. Right. So I assumed that the Roomba had found these mice somewhere. And it was also like the first, or maybe that was Wednesday. Because it was the first like really cold, cold morning. So it must have been Wednesday that we found all the dead mice. So I assumed that they uh, died from the cold. And then the Roomba found them somewhere. So I spent most of Wednesday looking. Wait, you're saying that the, you thought that the Roomba was just kind of like sweeping them up into some, some area? Because the Roomba always gets stuck in our living room because there's like uh-huh. a thick carpet in there so yeah. i assume that it kind of would just got it was like because if there's if there's like a dog toy on the hardwood floor it pushes it across the hardwood floor mm-hmm. so i assume that it, it pushed a mouse across to a car- sadistic ma- uh, roomba <laughs> <laughs> it gets stuck everywhere it's really annoying but anyway so that was wednesday and then uh on thursday i'm in the kitchen in the morning and i hear for the first time scratching in the ceiling oh mm-hmm. man so i was like oh my god this mouse situation is real because i thought maybe mm-hmm. the dead mice was the end of it mm-hmm. so then um i'm telling my roommate jamie this and he tells me that he saw a mouse at night in the kitchen and i'm like dude that's something that you tell me you text right. me immediately and right. tell me so fast forward to last night i'm in the kitchen and i'm making some pesto and um brag much <laughs> all of a sudden i see like uh, by the oven this like little something scamper across the floor and i was like uh-huh. oh my god that's it that's the mouse so I go around the corner and over by the dog bowls it's like hiding behind this box of wine and the dogs are both in that room 
Totally, doing nothing. Totally don't even care. Worthless. Yeah. And so I, Toki is the one who usually like is sniffing around for mice. So I'm like getting Toki all riled up and I'm like, Toki, the mouse, the mouse, we got to find yeah. him. <laughs> so Luigi at this point loses total interest and goes into the living room and just like lies down. Yeah. He's got a nap to take. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't be bothered. <laughs> so... I'm like moving everything around and now Toki like gets that we're like looking for something. So then like he's sniffing everywhere and he's like, you know, looking behind things and he's like using his paw to like move stuff. So then finally we figure out that this mouse must be underneath of this like big cabinet where we keep like all of our wine and and liquor and stuff. It's huge. (laughs) Right. Because they drink a lot. That's the joke. Yeah. Right. So uh, Toki has like his nose kind of like uh, wedged underneath of here. And he's like, he can't get his paw under there. Um, So I'm like, all right, Toki, do we we have the mouse? Do we have the mouse? And like Toki's like, like getting his nose in there. So then I'm like, all right, get ready. And then I I push the cabinet. And then in like lightning quick, he just gets his mouth in there. And then he killed the mouse. Grabs the mouse. Wow, Toki. And then like a second, the thing is dead. And then I had to make him drop it and he wow. was he was mad about that where, where is luigi again during this whole time oh he's asleep he's on <laughs> nap number three right yeah. okay wow. and he did all this commotion and luigi like didn't even didn't come didn't help with the exterminating at all and he Nothing. didn't he didn't come to like see what was going on either wow. he stayed on the couch the whole time <laughs> couldn't be bothered wow luigi's probably psyched that he's got the couch all to himself <laughs> he's <laughs> like oh cool i'm, I'm so glad that joanna Finally. is distracting toki Finally, I have some peace and quiet yeah. over here. Well, and I was just really impressed that Toki was... Because he, he's always sniffing around for things. Um, and I was just really impressed that he actually caught it. That's, yeah. yeah. So it did quick, he only get one? He only caught one, yeah. What, what was causing the other ones to die? Well, I assume that it was the cold. Hmm. I don't know where... I can't find their nest. I don't know where the nest is. So I don't know what it is. They're just dead. I'm assuming that Toki caught the other ones killed them and just dropped them on the floor when he was done playing with yeah, them. Yeah. He might have. I mean, haven't mice lived in cold weather for the last no, you thousand can, years? You kill... No, that's why they come inside. But, that like, they will die if it gets too cold and, okay. and they don't have their nest and, and it's too cold out. They will die, so they, they search for... Uh, warmth. Warmth, yeah. Okay. Um, but, it, like, but if they're... They're not going to drop dead in the middle of the living room because they're cold... They, they would well, unless they live in the fireplace and then it got really cold and they dropped down and then the Roomba got them. That's my latest theory. That's a thought. Well, I'm imp- <laughs> I'm impressed that you aren't uh, thoroughly disgusted by dead mice in your house. You're uh, just kind of matter of fact. She likes like the dead it. mice better than the live mice. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, I do think that a lot of people's reaction when they see like a mouse, especially in motion, yeah. is to scream freak out yeah um but i was just angry that he was alive in the house yeah. so my main goal was just to make sure that he did not survive did he cry he did well that's how i knew toki had him because when i moved the cabinet i hear squeak and then yeah. and then uh, that and was, it was it over. hey farley um speaking of that what's worse than finding a live worm in an apple you take a bite out of mm. eating the live worm what is it half of a worm mm-hmm yeah, because you <laughs> ate, ate the half. Yeah, yeah, that is kind of gross. But I don't. I mean, I, I don't really get. And I'm impressed. I'm. I'm glad that you don't get all freaked out by that stuff. I don't get. By the way, uh, Joanna, can you, you and Toki come over to Farley's house? <laughs> <laughs> we make a great <laughs> on, team on We're very Saturday. Good. <laughs> yeah. We. I mean, you know, stuff like that happens. You have, you know, some jumping spiders in your house. You got some mice here and there. You know, you got to eat half of a worm. What's the big deal? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's character building. Yeah, it's not a big deal. So, Joanna, did you also have your Under Armour superhero shirt <laughs> when you guys were that. catching mice? And does Toki have a cape? <laughs> uh, he doesn't. He no. needs one, though. He does. He he should have one. And I uh, I was very happy with Toki. So, um, I mean, I I give both of them treats anyway. But I would not stop like good boy Toki good boy and I gave him a special pumpkin treat and then Luigi I think thought that he did something wrong so whenever he thinks I'm mad at him he just lies in his bed like curled up in a little ball and he won't move and that's what he did last night he must think that you're mad at him all the time (laughs) right (laughs) well normally he follows me around like I was doing laundry and like if I'm in the kitchen he'll he'll, like stay with me but when he thinks I'm mad at him he just stays in his like safe space and doesn't Mm. move all right. Well, heroic effort by both of you guys. Well done. Yeah. Hopefully there's no more mice in Hopefully. the Russo house. 
Um, guys, I had a, a question on the election. Mm. Uh, this is oh, yeah. Kind of my oh, my gosh. This is a long show. Yeah. Last thing on the agenda here. Um, people are already voting. That's really my question. I, I, I thought there was like, <laughs> I thought there was like a... There is a voting day. I thought there was like one big day in November where everybody goes to the polls. Yeah, but what happens if you can't vote that day? What if what if you have a, a you have job a tr- conflict or you have to leave the country, uh, or if there's like a Judge Judy marathon? <laughs> Can is that an excuse? Does that work? There's like eighteen excuses, I think, eighteen or nineteen excuses <laughs> that, that like if 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 you you qualify to vote early, if any of these is true. Uh, okay. All right, because I see, you know, uh, the new thing on social media, the new hot fire on social media is to take a picture of yourself with an I voted sticker on. Is this a symposium for your course? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I mean, I, I'm not a fan of it. I mean, if, if I was to add it to the course, I would say that it, that's a, that's that's not a thing to do on Twitter or Instagram. Isn't there like legislation right now about not, uh, it being illegal to post selfies in the voting booth? Yes, you can't do that. No, but I'm saying the sticker, the sticker, oh, the sticker, sticker. says yeah, the selfie, I voted yeah. that that everybody likes to show that they participated in the democratic process. Joanna, you like uh, onion headlines, right? Mm-hmm. There was a, my friend showed me a, an onion headline yesterday that said, man votes early to get weak of bragging out of the way. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, that's sort of my question here is, well, are people doing that just so they can have? No. Because you know, I think once the, once the day, so there is one big day where right, Tuesday, like November or something, everybody votes, right? It's always a Tuesday. It's yeah. always uh-huh. like the first Tuesday in November or something uh-huh. like that. Uh I would say that your your picture of yourself with the I voted sticker uh, has a lot less juice on that day because everybody's doing it. Because everybody's got one, yeah. Yeah. So if you're so you vote, like it voting before? No, I don't like I don't like the pictures. I'm just saying, are those people? No, I'm doing, saying you like the early voting for that reason. No, I dislike pictures of people doing that in my social media. Whenever, course, whether it's early or early, um, late, whenever. I just I mean. Uh-huh. Congratulations! You participated in the democratic process. You Great. should be doing this. Great, yeah. I'm but, not going to, but you know, <laughs> wait, you're not going to vote. Well, who, who do who for which one? I mean, you know, you're I, I not, don't know. You're not going to vote. I might sit this one out. I'm a little irritated by. I've seen uh, you're getting too political. Well, yeah. I've seen enough of Megyn Kelly's rants that I'm not sure I, I can uh, watch uh, or. or participate in this this uh election all right you that's too political for us i was working once i was i was away from home on election day mm-hmm. which is one of the so i did an absentee ballot and i sent it in so i i voted early did not get a sticker mm. and we were watching the election from work you know seeing all the results come in one of my colleagues didn't vote you know, he he did, he he was like, well, I wasn't going to be there. I was like, why didn't you do the absentee ballot? He's like, oh, it doesn't matter. So I was kind of like, but you got to vote, you know. Mm-hmm. And and then they said in the state of Virginia, they declared the winner for the presidential election and stated they were not going to count the absentee, absentee ballots. ballots. <laughs> and he was just making fun of me the rest of the night. He's like, you. He's like, you went through the effort to vote. They're not even going to read your right. vote. <laughs> That's funny. I I um. I thought that's the way the, the, the voting absentee worked, though. I thought you just mailed them in. But what I'm seeing, and this is you know, more of my question, is that there's like voting polling centers. They have early voting early centers. centers yeah. that are so, open. Mm-hmm, yeah, so there was a day um, that you could vote in like Judiciary Square in D.C. And that the early voting day, you go to that location. Oh, okay. Finally, that was in uh, the courthouse yesterday. In in uh, Arlington, I know. Sorry, I, didn't get I, I was in I was in the government building and everybody was voting and I was like, oh, oh. really? Yeah. And I know we're not a political podcast, but I do want to say to our listeners, please don't pull a Varley. Please <laughs> vote. Every right. every, Honestly, every vote counts. It, whether whoever you vote for, it's your country, and you should really be participating in the democratic process. And and the sad thing is that if everybody who doesn't vote goes to the polls and votes for me, I will be the president. <laughs> There's more people that don't vote than than do vote. All right, I'm going to vote. So for Docs. yeah, so I tell you what, if you're planning on not voting, please go to the polls and vote William Docs. Yes, <laughs> do. That's a great idea. All right. Well, thank you guys for clearing that up. I knew I could depend on you guys who were more plugged in politically than me <laughs> to answer those questions. Hey, Father, you know what I noticed? What's that? Joanna has a bunch of cookies that she didn't share with us that yeah. she just keeps pulling out and eating. 
They're not cookies. They're pancakes. Oh, really? They look like cookies. They they very much look like cookies. Mm, they're pancakes. You don't do syrup on your pancakes? Well, my brother has to send me some. I can't use anything but main maple syrup, and he hasn't sent it to me yet. What's well, wrong with Aunt Jemima? We talked about this already before, remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I listened to that show. <laughs> I want to thank some listeners who talked to me about uh, the Wilson Horrell podcast. Uh, you guys, uh, great feedback from Carter and Heather. Also, uh, some good feedback from uh, a buddy who lives in Michigan who gave me a hard time about the Lions beating the Redskins. Uh, he's a fairly new listener, so thanks, Ted, for your feedback and listening to the show. Highway to the danger zone. <laughs> uh, I just want to say good luck to my uh, college friend, Mike, who is running his first half marathon this weekend. Nice. On a whim. On a whim like you did your first marathon? Uh, was my first marathon a whim? I thought you said you just ran like 12 miles as a long run. Yeah, well, but I'd signed up for it. Like, he just signed up for this. He just found out he was going to be in town, so he signed up for nice. a half marathon. Well, yeah. good luck, Mike. Hopefully your longest run has been more than five, six miles. <laughs> you don't, Joanna doesn't seem convinced. All right, guys, good show. Big thank you to ASICs. They, of course, are the official snack sponsor of the program, but also sending us up to New York next week. We'll probably in ta- style. In style. We'll probably talk a lot about that uh, on next week's show. Good luck and congratulations to all the Marine Corps Marathon runners. Hopefully you guys enjoyed today's program, Sans Guest. Mm-hmm. Proper we'll use of a French term. <laughs> I think it was a good. That's the first time and only time I'll ever do that. All right. That's William E. Docks. And for Joanna E. Russo, I'm Chris Farley. This is Pace Nation. We will see you next week. Boston. No, he did not take the Boston job. Oh, thanks for the update. Uh, he took a job working in um, the the city of Maine, the state of Maine, in their yeah, in their in their capital. Farley. So he almost farlied it. Though. Yeah, he's uh, well because he works in Augusta, but he works for the state of Maine. Uh-huh. Um, and he's part of like the legislator. He's like the person who controls the budget for the state of Maine. So anytime anybody wants to do anything in Maine, they have to like go through him, and he has to approve the budget. Which is funny to me because he's hated math his whole life, and now he's in charge of budgets. Father, you want to know a uh, fun fact? Yes. Seventy-three uh, percent of their uh, budget in Maine is for maple syrup. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good fun fact. <laughs> I think this is a great picture. You know, one of the reasons it took me so long to get up my updated license is because I really liked my old picture. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to like risk a bad picture. But I think this is great. I didn't say it wasn't great. I said you look very young in it. I think that's a compliment. I think you do look good in it. Yeah, I want to look young forever. <laughs> uh, be careful. That's what that's what cursed the guy from uh, the Indiana Jones in the Last Crusade. Yeah, that's true. But I could choose wisely. The son of a carpenter. Yeah, but they they uh, the guy was the guy had to stay in oh, for right, the rest right, of his right, life. Yeah. So is is that what you want to be like? You you'll look young forever, but you have to you can't leave the confines of the DMV.
Yeah, I don't want that. Yeah. How's that research going? <laughs> so, I I like I don't think it is too warm. Really? I like it extra hot. Don't don't you burn your to tongue? Starbucks. I like to blow on it. Farley's a Targaryen. <laughs> What's <a> Targaryen? <laughs> oh, Game of Thrones reference. Oh. How do you have time to watch Game of Thrones? It hasn't been on in months. Yeah. Okay. So if Farley is a Targaryen, I'm obviously a Stark. Oh, Farley is not a Targaryen. He's a peasant. <laughs> <laughs> well, what what house are you from then? Uh, B.S. You're a Stark. I'm a Stark. Uh, a person of the North? I think that's me. Red hair. Well, I guess you have real red hair, but uh, and definitely a Stark. Wolves, which are basically like dogs. You guys are speaking Every- like a foreign language. Everybody wants to be a Stark. Not everybody, actually. I know some people who don't. Maybe, you know, ev- you're right. Everybody does want to be a Stark, which makes me not want to be a Stark, even though I believe I am a Stark. But I'm definitely from the North. So maybe I'm like, um, what's the little one? Marmot? You're- I want to be the little, the the girl who's like the only one that stands with Jon Snow, who, yeah, who has like 15 men to send to war. <laughs> yeah, she's great. But her uncle was a slaver. Oh. Well, I don't like that. That's why he was banned. And her other her other uncle. So you actually read the books? Yes. Yeah, I didn't read the books. Her her other uncle. Well, th- it's uh, Jorah Mormont, the guy who who's. That's her uncle. Yes, he was. What? He was banned from Westeros because he was uh, slave trading in Westeros, and that's why he was exiled. Wait, have they said on the show that they're related? Well, they're both Mormonts. Huh. And and the other the other uncle is the up at the wall. Yeah, I knew that. Well, she redeems them. Yeah, she's great. You're 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 a Bolton. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, I hate predictions. I know. Well, I'm putting you on the spot. We need. Well, you know I, what? Predictions hate you. So there. 